November 28, 2020. It's a Waffle Pedro show.
for Pedro Show. Happy Monday. Started off with Pistrophy. Live at the Five Spot, New York City, 1957, year I was born. Thelonious Monk with John Coltrane. This is a very important period. He just got thrown out of the Miles Davis band, and he quit uh, the shit. He got clean. Started playing with Thelonious Monk. It was really important. It was a sea change in his life. 
also Sputnik, and uh, yeah, Watt was born in Portsmouth, Virginia. Then we had Church Without God, Daggermouth. And speaking <laughs> of Daggermouth, uh, because of those Estonian software engineers with their Skype invention, I've got Sarah Atazoni. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where, where are you Hi. talking to me from, uh, Sarah? I'm talking to you from Ferrara, my hometown. Ferrara, yeah, see, 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 yeah. see. But I think Steve. I last saw you in Bologna. Yeah, last time I when I opened for you for the Sogno del Marinaio, but uh, I remember that you were very tired. You were coming from the European tour, and we didn't have the chance to speak a lot that night. No, sorry. I'm, you know, I, I'm a 20... December, so less than a month, I turned 65, so a little vecchio. Yeah, no. <laughs> a little no, no. bit, a little bit. Young, ever young. <laughs> Look, I played Church Without God, the first song on the new album. T tell me about the new album. Oh, well, that's a long story, <laughs> because the first uh, seeds were planted during the first lockdown, and, uh, you know, like many artists and musicians, I'm lucky enough, um, I feel fortunate to have this passion that I can turn to in this difficult moment, you know, and I just happened to be home like everybody else and had a lot of spare time and a lot of anguish to release. <laughs> and so why not? And um, besides, last time um, I released an album had been like uh, 2016. So already uh, six years had passed and it was time to do something new. I had drafts in my closet, <laughs> but uh, in these last years, I, um, I didn't have time enough to, to spend on these drafts and to de develop them into a new album. And, uh, you know, COVID and the pandemic and the lockdowns gave me that chance. Yeah, we got a saying here. If it yeah. rains lemons, make lemonade. Yeah, okay. Does maybe. that make sense? Huh? It, it, it may, yeah, maybe something like um, when you make um, virtue out of necessity or something like that. Right. No, no. <laughs> no, it, it means uh, sometimes uh, a situation has many dimensions to it and some of the, the big hell ones. But then there's, in a weird way, or we say a cloud has a silver lining, huh? Oh, yeah, 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 right. Okay. I understand, okay. yeah. yeah. Okay, so the, uh, you had drafts in your closet. <laughs> yeah. Now, you didn't go in the studio. You did this yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I decided uh, that time I decided to try to be a little sound engineer. And so I, I borrow a couple of microphones and um, I arrange a kind of little studio in my bedroom and I decided to record everything by myself. So... Uh, guitars and uh, vocal takes and uh, the electronics and whatever and uh, it, it took a lot of time obviously because I'm not an accomplished sound engineer <laughs> I was trying doing and undoing uh, for weeks but uh, you know in the end I had um, at least I had the time and uh, um, I was quiet enough to make mistakes you know and try and try again until something good came out like learning how to Ride a skateboard. You're going to yeah. fall down, right? But I bet you the next time... I, I love this idea of musicians learning how to record themselves because there used to be a huge, uh, like, Grand Canyon between the recording people and the people being recorded. So uh, yeah. another another hidden benefit of this uh, horrible situation. Uh, tell me about this song, Afloat. I want to play Afloat next. 
<laughs> well, uh, well, in my, with my lyrics, I'm not really telling stories. I think it's more like describing sensations and moods that I went through in that uh, particular time. So um, I think that the fil rouge, so to speak, for those songs uh, are just you know, the, the weird sensation that we hold had in, in those days, like uh, alienation and that sense of being like suspended and um, with this creeping anguish that was you know always around and at the same time feeling like overwhelmed with uncertainty for everything for the present and the future and uh, and at the same time you know feeling like a sense of constraint and um, at the same time a sense of longing maybe for already for the past uh, for the future it was a very um, weird moment for me a mix of feelings that um, I don't know were really like a burden <laughs> yeah but now we got to document it I'm going to play it right now
imaginary friend She called and you were there When the blows were ringing down You cared Coming home from school
into the void. He's not in training now. And the pilot's standing back to get the pump. And it went on a surface bleach from what was once a pilot. Flying sorties in a war. But that don't matter anymore. from the floor As the pilot with that warning takes a kiss inside his pen of his precious suit on board And then it was the same But Charles Darwin's little royal Notice the eagle to man's greatest fate Miraculously intact All the shenanigans Knees and elbows Thrust and golden underpants
for Pedro Show, that chunk of music started off with Dagobah from the new album. Afloat, not sinking people, afloat. Thomas <laughs> Prendon from their new release, Night of the 60s Mayhem Part 1. Gebedin, no, Gebadon. This is a new project from Mike Patton. Not the one who sings for uh, in his own projects, Tom Hawk and stuff, and Thomas. And, but the Mike Patton from uh, producing the Minuteman and Eddie and Subtitles, Middle Class with the Adam Brothers. He's, he's in Athens, Georgia now, moved from Orange County, and he's got IMG friend. So image, imaginary, I don't know. Headboggle after that from Oaktown, Cityscape. Carl Stone, Tokyo. I used to listen to him as a teenager. He had a show on KPFK here called Imaginary Landscape from a John Cage tune, and a uh, big inspiration to me. The Wicked Lowdown after that from Texas, from their brand new record, a tune called Unbroken. Mike on the bass there rocking it, right? Not Mike Watt, but uh, I think Mike Law, L-A-W. Much respect. Ground respect. Derek Moneypenny after that with Take Me. Yeah, that's a brand new thing. He's from out here in Joshua Tree up in the desert. Springtime. 
It's a new project. It's got Jim White on. Harry is back in the business, but most beautiful drummer, man. I love him. Love him. Jim White, incredible cat. Last song I played with a cat mark, but from the Dirty Three and that stuff. So a new project called Springtime, and this is Penumbra, a tune called Penumbra. And then finally Daggermouth with Automatic Dream Glow. And people off air, we were talking about when I asked her about a tune, it's not really about the libretto, you know, the, uh, yeah. the words, the spiel. It's it's just the music in general. And in fact, she says she puts on the titles last. Ex- explain, Sarah. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Lyrics and uh, titles uh, <laughs> come last usually for me. I mean, when I record my drafts, it usually, you know, babbles some kind of lyrics in English, and then I, 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 I write the definitive uh, lyrics at the end of the process. Now, I don't know. Now, when you say draft, that. when you say draft, do you mean like a demo? Yeah, yeah, like a demo, yeah, right, yeah. yeah ah, yeah. so that's how you prepare. You you just don't go and jam because you're, yeah, I I hear all the the parts and all this stuff, but I also get a feeling of improvise. Uh, not really, not for these tracks. I mean, uh, I remember that during the first lockdown, I was just putting together all these demos and recording them, but in a very um, I was already arranging all the songs in a very um, meticulous way. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then I re-recorded uh, all the stuff uh, after a couple of months when I had the, the light microphones and all my gear set up here in my bedroom. And uh, if we go back to the fact of recording you know, by myself, um, I think I had experienced also a huge sense of freedom because I love being in the studio, but it's always like, you know, being in a hurry in order to, you know, of course. Did, did every take right at first. Uh, yeah, you don't want to waste lira, right? And, but you're in control. There's no middle lady. Yeah, it's yeah, you yeah. And your I music. Middle, man. <laughs> Look, we're at the end of that. Uh, we're in at the first hour, November 28, 2022 edition. What Pedro Show special guest, Sarah. Artizoni. Hold tight for our two. November 28, 2022. It's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro show.
First light brings a hankering for peddling. Pedal me to the sea. To the sea with me, then. Dismount and then mount. Some seaside rocks perch right close enough to feel the kiss of salt spray mist. Your eyes drawn brain sketches colored in with what your nose catches, lucky lot. How dare you dream of a luckier me? Be grateful, what, for what you got. God, what would have you missed? Such eye gifts there for you, recline. Santa Catalina, her gentle V, between her twin highness engulfs you in, a sense bathing, clean shaven, sense shaken, quiver, mister. You've witnessed fine marriages bind, the singular with the genuine. Look up, father, son, hug your pelican son, he loves you dear, way up high, deep inside your lover's sky. Now burst your thirst. And sing your sigh.
Watch for Pedro show. Start off the second hour with Dagger Moth doing slow motion collapse. And then Hi-Fi Club. This is a band from Toulon, France. And then some trios I'm involved with. This was a couple years ago. My second man, my missing man. And El Sonio de Mainayo. They came to record the third album, Terzo. It hasn't come out yet, but it's all done and everything. But this uh, Regis, the boss of Hi-Fi Club, he had this plan where uh, they'd write a piece and we'd write a piece and we'd play on each other's pieces. We'd trade back and forth. So the uh, Stefano uh, uh, Palia, we put in charge of composing our part. And this is Toulon de San Pedro, a Hi-Fi Club and the Cats of San Pedro. Ah, this is their, this is the Hi-Fi Club people. So okay. the next uh, next time I'll play the one where we started it off, San Pedro de Toulon. They're both Navy <laughs> towns. They're trippy. And then we had uh, Days to Unglue, Daggermouth. So, slow motion collapse, Days to Unglue. You want to talk about it? Yeah, slow motion collapse is my techno rave song, probably. <laughs> and uh, I had the pleasure to collaborate on this one with my dear friend uh, Fabrizio Baioni, who is a very talented drummer. And he also um, is very talented with electronics. And so he added some beats to this song. And um, well, Daisy and Glue came up. Um, I remember when. Uh, the first idea of that song came up because I was uh, on my terrace. I'm I'm lucky enough to have a terrace, and uh, it was during the first lockdown. And I was just you know watching the sky. Uh, it was gray, and it, there were these kind of spirals of birds, and everything was silent, but of an an artificial, deadly silent. And uh, the only thing that seemed to be alive were these birds, and you already had that kind of vibrant air of the spring, but everything was gray and silent and, and dead. And I was, you know, watching the city from the rooftops and nothing special. I mean, it's just something, the daily experience. But I remember I was struck by it in a very uh, strange way that day. And so... Speaking, speaking about this. getting struck by, I want to play Minefield. Yeah.
Watt from Pedro Show. Start off that chunk of music with Dagger Moth doing Minefield. <laughs> and then Mark Shippey and Alex Cunningham doing Avoid Closet. Yeah, don't lock yourself in the closet, people. M.B. Jones, from his new record, Colonizing Imaginary Geography. I think I played the demo of this, but this is the real thing. <laughs> and then finally, Dagger Moth with Be Like Water. Now, I heard this quote before. I think it came from Bruce Lee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, get this. You know, they thought he took some pills that made a hemorrhage in his brain. They think he actually might have died from drinking too much water. Oh, I, I didn't know about that. This is just I, brand I new. This I, is a couple of days ago. Uh, I remember that I was thinking about the concept uh, in, in those days, like being like water and, you know, adapt to the, the situation. And um, Well, you, and know, I, you know, it's a way uh, of a, uh, Asian way of fighting. Instead of being so forward and aggressive, you be pa more passive and you let them yeah. waste their energy trying to beat you up. Then you just flip them over or something like that. Yeah, and then in fact, I was uh, I went, uh, you know, dialing and, and, and writing on Google like something like "be like water," and I discovered that it was a, a Bruce Lee quote, and I didn't know that, but it it fit what I had in mind. <laughs> I mean, in a slightly different way, but um, it, it fit the idea of that song. You know, it's 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 like like here in California, we imported a lot of palm trees. So when mm -hmm. the, so when the wind gets blowing, they don't get knocked down. They 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 bend and sway. There, you know what I'm saying? I think yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be flexible. Be able to uh, handle a situation when life deals you. I think, and he, I know he was talking about uh, martial arts and stuff, but I think mm -hmm. you can extend it to life. Yeah, you can apply that as uh, as uh, like you said before with skateboard. I mean, the same philosophy. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, I also was trying to talk about how you learn things. You have to make some error. Yeah. No error, you know, then you didn't learn anything because you know what I mean. You already knew it. Not not yeah. that, now. Enlighten me about minefield because the most aggressive uh, title of the record. Well, <laughs> um, I, I didn't mean to make it sound aggressive. It had to do with um, some situation I, I was going through, uh, especially on the sentimental level too, in, in that uh, specific period. And um, it felt like appropriated, but appropriate, sorry. Um, but no, I didn't. Oh, mean so, like a metaphor. Because here in uh, Pedro, we use a slang word. A minefield is somebody that's not emotionally stable, so it's kind of scary to be around them. You don't know. Hey, okay, go yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a loose cannon or something. Or the like. other one is time bomb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. You just never know when they're going to go, you know, so it's like kind yeah. of scary. The, yeah. The minefield w was uh, composed by my um, memories, basically, at that time. I, I was my own minefield. <laughs> In those days. You know what? Yeah. We usually are. <laughs> yeah. That, that's a great observation. So, uh, like you say, you've got uh, drafts in your closet, but they're, they're musical and you're waiting for like some kind of uh, experience in life so you can tie the two together? Um, well, yeah, of course, but um, I mean, those drafts were usually, I don't know if it, if it ever happened to you that some songs just become some uh, like generators of other songs like uh, I had a, 
like 10 songs and um, some of these uh, from some of these I just kept uh, one riff or two riff or the idea of a vocal melody and um, then these the song the real songs on these on this album uh, came out just because of the experiences I was living in that uh, period of course and um, yeah <laughs> you know we were talking off air about uh, maybe a, a big part of your songwriting is about the experiences, almost like a diario, a, a diary yeah. of like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But do do you keep a journal? Do you keep a diary? No, no, never kept. When when I was a kid, when I was very young, but not since I grew up. <laughs> you know where you know where I do it is on tour. But only really? only the last 20 years. Yeah, if you go to MikeWatt.com, I've got 20 years of tour. Doc. I mean, I should have done them 40 years ago, but, you know, I'm a slow learner. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, but I, I kind of use it for therapy because uh, yeah, yeah, tour can, can be kind of intense, right? So to keep it together and keep focus, especially, mm -hmm, especially mm -hmm. when so I was helping you. Yeah, yeah, especially when I was helping the Stooges guys. I wanted to do my best for them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But also for telly, you know, those guys. So if I made a, you know, clam or something, I could think about it. Also, uh, experiences and stuff, because it's hard to remember everything. And then you can go back. Yeah, yeah. But 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 actually, I do them in the moment, therapy. And like for you, uh, it's good a way uh, to have material for uh, your songwriting. But you keep mental uh, diary, okay? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah. you're funny. You were talking about the birds inspiring Be Like Water. And, you know, this this uh, COVID-19, it's kind of a bird virus. Yes. <laughs> That's the weird connection. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember there was when the situation was happening in Italy, people started singing to themselves from their terraces. They're, well, we say balcony. <laughs> yeah, balcony. Yeah. Do, do you remember this yeah. when they, I think maybe in Napoli they were singing to each other? I remember very well. Yeah, in several cities. And besides, I remember that I was um, I was about to leave for a tour, like a two week uh, two weeks um, of concerts around Italy, exactly on on that specific uh, weekend when everything began. I because I, I usually um, um, I play with another band, a Sicilian band. And uh, we all live in different parts of Italy, so we all met in Rome and with the van, and we were ready to go. And we <laughs> and just it was uh, a no go <laughs> to play two concerts, and then everything shut down. Yeah, yeah, same thing happened to me, March of uh, 2020. Look, we're at the end yeah. of the second hour, November 28, 2022. Dish Pedro, so special guest Sarah Artizoni, Hotel for Hour Three. November 28, 2022. It's third hour of Watt from Pedro.
Watch for Pedro Show. We start off the third hour with Daggermoth doing the last song off the new latest album. What's it called? The, the name of the album, you mean? Yeah. Uh, the, the Sun is a Violent Place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whoa. Anyway, this was Time Blind. This is the last two. And then we had uh, Flower and Pines with Fear and Trembling, which is the name of a, a great book by... Uh, Soren Kierkegaard, a very bizarre book. He has the name Silent John, but he ain't so silent. And then, then a tune from your older days. Whoa. Daggerbach <laughs> with A Kind of Fire. Oh, that's a very old one. <laughs> right, right. Well, I wanted pe- you know, to give people kind of scope because we played a bunch of stuff when you were last on it. So, so uh, t- tell me about Timeline first. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm not very good at uh, about to- um, at talking about my songs, Mike. Um, what I would like to tell you, anyway, it's that uh, beside recording this album by myself, I released it also in a totally DIY mode on, <laughs> and maybe I'm I'm better at talking about you know this stuff because I it's always hard to talk about music. I don't know why. <laughs> Well, look, a lot of people will tell me, that's why I made the song. I want to fucking talk about it. So you don't have to. I'm just giving you the chance to because sometimes people, when they're listening to the music and then they got a chance to hear from the person who made the music, maybe they got some kind of insight. That's all. Don't worry. So let's let's talk about a kind of fire because that sounds like a whole band. Yeah, you know, it was just me as usual because um, even when I play live, I try to <laughs> be like a, a band because I, I use this, um, you know, weird machine, this loop station. and um, But I try to use the loop station in a bit of a different way, not just layering one thing over another. I try to incorporate pre-recorded samples, electronic samples, that anyway are not like a backing track, are just um, samples that are a few seconds long. And uh, I try to, you know, um, play them with my feet and while I sing, while I play. And you saw me playing live, but this new live set is even more complicated. (laughs) I had the first gig like one week ago, and it's been like, uh, you know, giving birth to uh, three twins. (laughs) See, see. We say get back on the horse. You'll you'll, you'll remember how to ride. Now, now how long ago was a kind of fire recorded? It was like 2015, 2016. So six, seven years. Uh, Yeah, at that time I I recorded the album uh, in a studio of a friend of mine. But um, I don't know, probably for, for the future, I think I'll try to... To, to again do the, the sound engineer for my future album. Yeah, I think you did. It's been so. It's been it's been fun. It's been fun, and I've learned a lot of of things about myself, especially. I want to play another song from the, that old seven six seven years ago. Grow a shell. <laughs> So realize you're on getting over fast. So realize 
show last music for this edition started off that chunk with grow a shell from dagger moth older dagger moth oh, yeah and then after Getting that was uh, older and older <laughs> well this is you were more younger now you're just a little bit less younger then we had crank sturgeon <laughs> with stand still until viv uh Coranham with al margolis chester new york brother al margolis voice violin three it's the third of these big jams that they did then out of iowa sam lock ward Bob Bucko Jr. with Pony Time. And finally, Dagger Moth with Unleashed. Unleashed was just a single, right? Yeah, it was just a single out of the blue <laughs> in the middle of the pandemic, if I don't go wrong. Was that yeah. the first one? Was that the first what? time you recorded during the situation? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the first time. And it was like an, and the first experiment. And uh, at the end, it was good. And I thought to myself, uh, why not doing an entire album uh, within these walls? And so I, I made it. And um, and then I, I decided also, as I was telling you before, to release it by myself. So I have no labels, no agencies, no whatever. 
and I'm trying to, you know, <laughs> do all this stuff by myself. Yeah, but uh, I don't think just trying, you you are doing. And I don't know if that old stuff really works that well anymore anyway. Things have changed. Yeah, I, I should say that it works for me. Um, it's a huge amount of work, obviously, and uh, you have to be very stubborn and consistent. But um, even, oh, I mean, oh, as for the, the promotion and uh, price and whatever, I'm doing it by myself. And I, I, I must say that I'm more satisfied that having to do with an agency because I, I'm doing it my own way. And uh, it's been two months since uh, the record came out. And I'm, I'm pretty happy with the results. I mean, on the local press and radios and whatever. I mean. Okay, now we got to tell people your Bandcamp page, right? Yeah, yeah, it's just uh, Daggermoth Bandcamp, and you can find my album there on streaming, and if you want uh, to purchase it or just listen to it or whatever. And uh, it's not on Spotify. I made this uh, weird choice no, <laughs> not to end up on Spotify and other digital platforms. But... Yeah, those people look, oh, man, get me a shovel. Now, people, you spell Daggermoth, D-A-G-G-E-R-M-O-T-H, yeah. So you don't yeah. get confused. And she likes to use two words, dagger, moth. Yeah, that's the name of a real moth, an American uh, moth. So uh, It's a real animal. Like, it's a real insect. It's a real insect, yeah. yeah. And it's called like that because I think um, it has kind of little daggers. It has markings uh, that look like daggers. Yeah, on, uh, on, on her uh, wings. Yeah, you know an uh, old word uh, we used over here for a dagger was stiletto. Stiletto, of yeah, course. Yeah, but it's also the heels on a woman high heel. Yeah, yeah high heels. Stiletto is the same in Italy. Exactly the same. <laughs> okay, okay. No, I think we borrowed it from Italy. I don't think it's our word. Yeah, okay. yeah, probably. But, but it gets uh, repurposed, huh? So, uh, what is your next plan? Well, uh, trying to tour with this album as much as I can in Italy, of course, if I can abroad and. For that uh, goal, I, I probably need uh, an agency. <laughs> I can do that by myself. Now, you were and, saying you were also helping some other people, a couple other bands. Yeah, I, um, I, I have been collaborating in the last years with uh, Massimo Volume, that you already know, because right. Stefano Plia played with them. Right. And uh, I, I took his place, basically, when he, he left the band. And uh, another band uh, with uh, Cesare Basile, who's a Sicilian songwriter. And uh, in that project, we incorporate very different elements like psychedelic music, but also African rhythm and um, Mediterranean and Sicilian folk, but with a sort of punk attitude, I should say. He sends files from Sicily oh, and then yes. you play on them? Yeah, yeah. We When we have to record the album, we exchange files and then we rehearse very rarely, just before touring, usually. And it's, where, where, Which town? Which town is he from? Catania. Ah, okay. Catania. I got to play there twice. I've been there. Uzeda uh, is a band from Catania that you probably know. Uh, I, Uzeda. I, it was, it was, we, those guys, the famous uh, Catania band, they, they came to watch the gig, the Osonio de Manayo gig. Uh, probably they recorded with Albini. That's and, right. Uh, that's right. Uh, that's right. They're really nice people. Catania. Yeah, really nice people. And, uh, and so... Uh, so he, he, you said he's a, the songwriter, so he brings you the tune and then you uh, compose guitar to go with it? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's been weird the first time because when he, when I was recruited for that job, I really didn't think that my style could just give, you know, a, a kind of contribution because the genre was completely different. But Well, fuck genres. Was, I'm tired of genres. Music's music. Of course, of course you could fit, Yeah, Sarah. of course. But I, I, on, on one hand, I didn't think I had a sort of African soul because I tend to play more arctic like northern music i mean I, i'm told to at least yeah but and life's it, a classroom you can learn yeah yeah but it's not even a matter of learning it was very or just feeling, like, feeling, like, feeling. Like, spontaneous yeah 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 but that is a form of learning i think it's being yeah. in the moment <laughs> learning isn't just memorizing uh, dates of, of no, wars no, no, and no. stuff right it's, it's just being around a situation and your body kind of in your mind and your artistic expression evolves yeah and especially for me is it is something to do uh, with uh, you know going out of my comfort zone completely of course, and i often of course. force myself to do that i recently did that with um, the realm of improvised uh, music for improvisation and conduction uh, because i played with Mats uh, gustafsson and i i i wasn't you know coming from that background and so i that's okay I had, Unity and I delve into it. Your, your your musical journey is part of your life, and that's it's righteous. And you, will you come back on the show when you get your next album recorded yourself? Oh, of course I will. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Truly, keep on Thank keep you. it on, please. Thank Sarah. you for me, people. It's so been much. the November twenty eighth, twenty twenty two edition of the Wild for Pedro Show. Keep your powder dry.